0: Hello, ip friends welcome to another episode of ip series with Rita. rita. Yo, my name is rita I'm and i am an intellectual property lawyer and arbitrator and a lecturer based in the river state nigeria now if this is your first time listening to my podcast you are welcome yeah you're welcome I talk about everything intellectual property i review cases i talk about recent updates and development not just in nigeria but i just give you like an african nigerian bias to my story when i'm reviewing so i talk about copyright trademark patent industrial design creative secret land variety and geographical education now for my returning listeners you guys already know how we do it yep welcome guys thank you for always coming back to listen to me and stay tuned for today's episode So for today's episode i have two guests who will be discussing something really interesting that i think um ip owners in nigeria and other parts of africa will find really insightful so um i have two men one is a south african and one is proudly Nigerian. so i have anthony and Kimi. so i'm gonna let them both introduce themselves and tell us what they do and then we'll just get into our conversation for today but majorly our conversation focuses on um intellectual property filing in africa ip filing system in africa so stay tuned guys great so um anthony or Kimi any of you can you know start can you introduce yourself and tell us what you do, where you are based, and then we'll just kick off with the whole conversation.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm Anthony. I'm, we're basically in, in Johannesburg in South Africa. We're, we're patent attorneys. Um, We work with Globe Light Co, a firm in Dubai that develops software that's uh, really intellectual property software for patents, trademarks, and designs. And... Uh, and um. Yeah, we we basically focus on trying to reduce the cost and make patent filings a lot easier and a lot cheaper.
2: My name is Kimi.
1: (laughs) I am an IP
2: practitioner uh, based in Abuja, Nigeria. I work uh, closely also with Global IP. You know, the same aim, the same objective make it easier, make it simpler, you know, patent filing. Patent filings make it easier and simpler for you know a lot of people to be able to have access to it, easy access, and then reduced cost. And also, aside uh, patent practice, a law firm. I'm also a trademark practitioner in Nigeria. Also, you know, provide trademark services to 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 various uh, individuals and firms uh, in in Nigeria.
0: Mm. Fantastic. So let's. Talk about so I think I'll start with Anthony first. IP filing in Africa from the South African perspective. What is your general view with regards to IP filing in Africa?
1: For for about ten years, IP filings or patent filings in in South Africa, in particular, which kind of is a barometer of Africa, has been reducing over the last ten years. I have in the last from 2020 to 2020, the end of 2022 of that two-year period. The number of patents uh, that were filed have gone up by seventy three percent, so it's 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 a it's been a huge increase. Uh, I think Kimmy can discuss really with well, what the effect has been in in Nigeria, because in Nigeria I think it's been quite similar over the last about you know six month period, where there's been a definite, a definite um, especially in China. Greater interest in African filings, and especially with the price having gone down, the the Chinese that previously, I mean, in South Africa it used to be about less than one percent of the patents were filed by Chinese. Now it's about forty percent of the patents are filed by Chinese. So, so it's made a huge difference um, to really for China to be attracted to the African markets.
0: Okay, um, and Kimi. Let, let's
2: hear the Nigerian um version of IP filing basically. Uh, yeah, IP IP filings in Nigeria as uh, you know I would say is on the ascendancy in the last six months. From my own perspective, there's been increased, you know, filings as regards to patent applications, mostly like he said, from the Chinese market and also you know, the procedures over time. The patent office, the trademark office, are you know they are coming up with various ideas to you know make it seamless and easier for people to be able to file and protect you know their IP rights in Nigeria. For example, there was an upgrade of the IP filing system in 2020. You know from the old filing platform to the new filing, filing platform. There was uh, a while back, uh, years ago, we migrated you know from the manual filing system. To the online filing system all these developments and changes over time makes the Nigerian IP market you know more uh it gains more interest you know from the international you know filers and and we can see the dividends is paying off we have a lot of filings from China i can tell you a lot of patent filings you know we have received over time from China and, and also who to the the Patent and Trademarks Office in Nigeria, they are very, very diligent examiners and officers. They attend to matters quickly. And these are the things, you know, that attracts uh, the foreign markets and filers, you know, into Nigeria. And on, on on the perspective of Nigerians regarding IP, I believe we still have a whole lot of things to do because most people in Nigeria, they are, you know, oblivious of their IP rights and the fact that they can, you know, Protect this rights and get dividends from them. Yes, that is uh, that is my own perspective from, from, from Nigeria, yeah.
0: Fantastic. So let's discuss the Sunny um, IP filing system, if I would call it that. Because I know when I did a bit of research, I saw that it wasn't a treaty. So what exactly is the Sani um, IP filing? So,
1: so what the Sani Anthony, be... would you like to go first? So, so yes, everyone, People generally are aware of the Arepo. So, 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 for I mean, if you speak to Americans, if you speak to Europeans, and you mention individual African countries, um, a lot of those firms are not that interested in individual countries. They want an Africa solution. And up to now, there's been the Arepo patent, there's been the ORP patents, which are regional systems. But neither of those regional patent systems covered the two largest economies in sub-Saharan Africa, um, and 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 they've always tried to attract those two countries, but they've never been able to. So it's always been a natural fit for South Africa and Nigeria, very similar GDP, very similar economy sizes. Nigeria much larger population, even more attractive than South Africa. And it's it's. They're very much in line, they are the two best countries in Africa to combine. They both have a very good IP system, but both are online very very quick to to get a granted patent. Really efficient, but very inexpensive to get the granted. So it was always a very natural, perfect fit to combine South Africa and Nigeria. The the difference between ORP and ARIPA and the, the Sani patents. Is that whereas with the reaper and our you file one patent application and and that goes through to grants, and then it gets extended to the various countries where we're with the reaper for for a sani what's what you do is you basically just give the instruction and ends up filing two different patents one nigerian patent one south african patent um but, but we're combining them in order to make the sani patent
2: to add to what uh, Anthony has said, it is important that we point out that sunny Patent is not a creation of treaty. Unlike, you know, the Aripo and OIP, where there were conventions and agreements, Sunny Patent is not backed by treaty. It's just coming together of minds to, you know, provide a solution, an attractive solution for Africa because another bit of of, of the original Patent that, you know, cares the international market away is the cost of filing in those, uh, in those region. So what we have done, we uh, Crown and Shields, uh, Sibanda and Zantwick and Global, I- Global IPCo, we have come together to create a product which you know will be more competitive for Africa, will be more attractive to international filers to you know, file the applications in Nigeria. And South Africa by one, you know, filing at one instruction to two various firms at the same time. As such, the, the cost is reduced, and it is even simpler and faster to obtain your grants uh, for for South Africa at most in a period of uh, due to recent legislations in a period of uh, twelve months at most to get your grant. For Nigeria, in a period of three months at most to get your grant. In you know, smoother applications of patents. So. Like Anthony said, it reduces costs, There's no accelerated, you know, there's no uh, substantive examination, you know, which prolongs grants of patents. No, that is not derivable in South Africa and Nigeria as such. It's, we have come together to create products to make it easier for the international market to have access to Africa via South Africa and Nigeria.
0: Um, so let's discuss what is the difference between the Sani, um, OAPI registration and the um, ARIPO registration. I know that ARIPO and OAPI are treaties, but what, other than that, what the difference do they have or what similarities do they have um, for Nigerians or for South Africans who want to explore this um, system? So so ORP
1: so, uh, uh, is yeah. more Francophone, Countries, French speaking countries, northern, northern kind of Africa countries. Uh, 17 countries. A repo is kind of more the old English speaking countries generally. Um, also you basically have, you know, mm-hmm. these days most people are filing 18, but you can go up to 20 um, countries into a repo. The ORP is not examining, so you can do it for a fixed price. A repo is examining, so you don't know really how much you're going to pay at the end of the day because you've got to argue with the examiner. Sani is also not examining. Uh, and Sani is the quickest. AWAPI is the second quickest, and a repo is by far the longest to get a registration certificate. And same with costs. Sanya is by far the cheapest. ORP is halfway, and the repo is, depending on how many countries you're selecting, uh, is 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 generally the most expensive one. Uh, the the time duration mostly important
2: to clients. They want to get their certificate of grants as quickly as you know sure. they file. And also, there's a provision of uh, we being able to file, pay for the entire, you know tenure of renewals where the sunny patent in South Africa pay renewals to town at very very reduced cost so once you are filing you pay the renewals you know you have filed it whenever you need it it is you know covered in that jurisdiction
1: that's actually a really important point because it is it's the ability to pay all of the renewals for the entire 20-year patent term in one go that reduces the lifetime cost of the patent by basically 80 to 90%. So it makes a huge difference. Now, in repo, repo noapi, you generally wouldn't be doing that. But for Sani, you would be doing that because the official fees are so low. It's, it's, it's also very, uh, I should also point out that there's absolutely no overlap between a Sani patent and a Repo patent and a NoAPi patent. If you file all three of those patents, you're basically covering most of Africa um And uh, and and without duplicating any countries.
0: If I want to become an agent under Sunny, is there a possibility for that, or is restricted to certain persons? Well, so
2: an agent under Sunny.
0: Yeah, can I be an agent, yeah. uh, agent
1: under So, so if, if, if one is marketing it and getting and getting the instructions a lot of people can can receive and market and get the instructions because there's an online system for filing the Sani, the Sani patents. Um, however, in order to actually be able to file with the patent office, uh, in South Africa, you generally need to be an engineer and then do a law, a law degree. And then you need to do your patent exams and articles to be a fully qualified attorney. And only then would you be allowed, registered to be allowed to file the mm. South African component. Uh, Kemi, for the Nigerian component?
2: For the Nigerian components, you apply via the IPO websites online, submit all your documents. For we lawyers, you submit your certificate on all qualifying you know, documents. And then after the your application is Examined and it is satisfactory. But you
1: become, but you again, become an, an agent, a agent system. in Nigeria, yeah. Kimi.
2: It's basically basically the same thing. basically the same process, basically.
0: But we, I don't, I'm not aware that we do write any exams anyway to be a paid agent. Or like South yes, Africa.
2: No, no, no. Well, South Africa. You just apply and if, apply via the online system. You just apply.
0: You. So anyone can basically be an agent in Nigeria, whereas in South Africa. And That's I think exactly. the best way to go about it is, you know, the examination helps you eliminate all the, I don't like the exactly. sort of fraud, but then you, you find a lot of those. Um, who want to pose as agent and then end up misleading clients who end up losing funds and, you know, keep going of course. round and round. So then, mm-hmm. let's discuss, um, hold on, let's discuss cost for registration. So sometimes you get those questions from either startups or individuals, um, how expensive it is to do an IP registration, and then you're like, it's not about the money. I mean, the goal is to get protected, so you're not um, falling in the hands of someone that decides to take advantage of your lapses. But then, what are the cost implications? Understand, is it more? I know um, Anthony had mentioned that um, it's a, it's a lot cheaper, but then looking at the types of IP that we have in order of priority. Which of the IPs would you say is cheaper to register under Sony and which one will be more so the to the, the is by far register the cheapest. under the other three um,
1: so especially if one uses say the the online global IP ecosystem because yeah. that automates everything. And, uh, and and one basically gets um, a Nigerian patent and a South African patent for very similar pricing. Uh, you're you're looking at you know six, seven hundred uh, U.S. dollars uh, to to get each of those, and that is fixed. That that is from basically filing through to courier of the of the certificate. Um, mm-hmm. compare that to say a repo. A repo would be a lot more. Um, a, a, a repo. I mean, I always think in rands, but uh, but but a repo. You're basically looking at easily. Um, I would say about seven times more than that. ORP is about three times more than that for an an ORP patent. So so the Nigerian one, and this happened, the Sani patent is by far the cheapest. Um, and And then if you want, actually, if it's a law firm that's filing, then the law firms actually get discounted pricing. So even though on the Global IP Co website there is pricing, law firms that, that register get, get get a significant discount on that filing to, to be, because the whole aim of it it's a B2B solution. Uh, the, the whole aim of it really IP because is not to be a business to customer solution. It's for the law firms to all network together to 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 kind of leverage off that.
2: Yes, to buttress on that, the cost of filing under a repo or IP, you cannot compare <laughs> to filing via the signing uh, patent via global IP code. And also the stress involved, you cannot compare. <laughs> Let me use the word stress. <laughs> and then formalities involved, you cannot compare. One is so easy to use. And also the cost is pretty, pretty, pretty reasonable. The other day we were talking about the clients wants, you know to register. An application under our repo, and we're talking about not less than above three thousand, you know, three thousand USD. So compare that with hmm. what is being offered on Sunny uh I the Sunny product via global IP. You know, you can compare the prices and also you can compare the speed at which you're gonna go get your grants. Fees. The
1: and fees also of the, the to put on. your grants. Yeah. If you're paying a in your fee for a repo payment in the easily, um, you're paying pay, <laughs> say five, yeah. four thousand U.S. dollars for a year in the later years, for and that's only for one year renewal. Whereas for a Sony payment covering both Nigeria mm-hmm. and South Africa, you'll be able to do all the years for all twenty years at a very very low price in comparison. South Africa. So basically, less than a.
2: I got that, I hope I'm answering it correctly. I said, I hope it's always better to give your IP rights to a law firm to protect those rights for you. So yes, it's always better to deal with a law firm. Yeah.
0: So in terms of timeline for registration, I I know you guys talked a bit about it as to which one is quicker, but then, looking at the benefits um, that Sunny proposes, I know, in relation to timeline, would you still, why, why, why do you think there's no much awareness as to people using the Sunny um, IP system to register their work? Is there something that we need to do or educate people why this um, platform is better than a repo or WAPI, um, you know, for timelines, um, costs, and other benefits that Sunny has in stock?
2: you know the sunny patent is very much in its nascency it's still at birth we're still growing it we had the idea was you know we, we got the idea last year and i can tell you it is gaining traction it is gaining traction and you know we are, we are we are going to be flying very high very soon so we are in that process whereby we are our target like we said is not the law firms it is the markets that market that you know is eluding uh, when it comes Africa, to a lot of there, not they're, so they're
1: historical, so um, though. That, that, that is thoughts it for about African, is African it for patents yeah. is that they are slow, they're tedious, they are you have to stamp and send copies for of everything, and it's expensive. They're that That's what they always thought. Whereas anyone mm-hmm. who's trying the Sarni patent. There, especially with Nigeria, because Nigeria has surprised me. Now mm-hmm. Nigeria, I was not expecting Nigeria to be as fast, as efficient, as reasonable, and yeah. really, there, there there hasn't been. Now I, we we previously dealt quite a bit with Nigeria, but because Very you know we we having streamlined everything through the through through the online system. And, and with Kemi really being our partner in Nigeria, um, it's the, the, the uptake of firms who would previously, I'm talking about US, European, and Chinese firms, who would previously never have considered an African patent. The the, the amount of kind of adoption of it is really large because everyone is so surprised. It's, it It is exceptional worldwide. No other country in the world is offering anything like Sony? that anyone who actually uses it is surprised as to the cost, the speed, the efficiency, and the fact that everything's basically just online. Basically online, to add to
2: that, you could just, you know, it also reduces that costs. Persons who would want to just file the applications directly themselves. You know, for example, I'm in the USA. Wow. I have a company. To register an IP rights in Nigeria. I wouldn't be. I would have to look for an IP practitioner in the USA, okay. who then looks for an IP partner in Nigeria. If such a person has an idea or knows about the global IP ecosystem, all he needs to do is register on the system. As for So you're,
0: you're you're taking out all the middlemen so that. The clients have access to Sunny themselves without only reaching out to the law. It seems like a fantastic we are just, idea. We are just, the pandemic just, has turned up a lot of things as well, but you can basically do anything um virtually from anywhere. But going forward now, do you guys have like a statistics or record or directory as to the number of IP registrations that have been done, be the patent or a trademark or any other forms of IP,
1: the, um, as far as and compared take it to see an
0: Arico registration or an OAP registration that's already out
1: there. So, South Africa has, has increased significantly. Yeah. Anthony, it's would
0: you African- like to ask a question? At
1: uh, at, uh, at about, yeah. at about, <laughs> about he's about taking about it already. Patents yeah. yeah. <laughs> every year. Okay. Um, Kemi, Nigeria, how many patents every year is Nigeria historically? Declining?
2: The the statistics in Nigeria is not. So
1: <laughs> but, but, but the thing is that it has. There's, uh, there's just combining really. Nigerians have. They, they are still working on having those exactly considerably. Uh, really yeah. basically yeah. increasing yeah. the, increasing the filings. As I say, 73% of the last two years um it's 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 made our firm by far the largest filer of south african patents and what the sani patents also done in nigeria over the last to just three four months has significantly increased the number of nigerian filings and uh, and, and i wouldn't be surprised if kemi is one of the top filers now in, uh, i i i at this what i can
2: confirm i, I have the highest file
0: <laughs>
2: over 48 applications filed yes <laughs> we are <laughs> see that that is the statistics building for us when we started we first had two i did two applications in october that was before we started gaining traction okay. no, no, in november there was an increase hmm. from starting for us December there was an increase january and increase february and increase, march that's why in march double the figures of what we had in you know january and february combined so you see the transaction it it, it keeps gaining traction and it's you know keeps getting you know better better yeah
0: i i need to i need to come on board you know under the sun because if Kimi has progressed, you know, every month, I can imagine what um, 12 months to do for Kimi and his team. But let's discuss IP trends, um either in South Africa or in Nigeria. So I, I'm, I mean, it's in the news already that Nigeria already has a new copyright. above. other than that, what are that IP trends um do you see within your jurisdiction, either from the industry or within practice, within the colleagues and the network? What are those things that you've seen so far in Africa that gives you hope that sunny will definitely thrive and we will have more African inventors or creatives explore the sunny platform?
2: Uh, for me, IP trends for Nigeria that I see you know for the future in Nigeria is increased registrations. Increased awareness there's the tech space, the global digitalization space, uh, space which you know was you know right, which was uh, uh, touched in the new copyright acts. I'm still reviewing it. You know there will be increased you know IP registration due to awareness. People would know yes, this is my right. I want to protect it in Africa, in Nigeria, and also there would be digitalization. There would be better collaboration. You Know meeting together of uh uh corporations, individuals who have ideas, and of course, these ideas you know, uh, in, in that regard, and then there'll be uh, IP trends, anti counterfeiting, too. And counterfeit, I see that there would be you know, improved legislations in, the, in this aspect, especially in Nigeria. I do a bit of and well, what we are and seeing cost, IP trend yes, in Africa
1: time, is basically the, the dominance of, you know, of China, the fact that improved, China has uh, gone from being a one, less than 1% yes. player in the IP, IP market well, to over 40% player in the IP market. And that's only in the last few years. That, that, that's been a huge shift. The fact that Africa has become largely online. So a lot of the things can now be done wholly online. The patent offices mm-hmm. online and then the access for filings online, yeah. which and, and, and the effect of that is it's it's te- it's removed the dominance of the huge the, those large firms. Now five years ago the large firms dominated the market whereas what's happening today is that it's the smaller, more nimble firms who can who can operate at a lower cost, who are using the technology in the online systems to basically network all together so 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 uh-huh. what what what, what kemi and 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 us are doing is we're networking also with say samarivo attorneys and a repo attorneys and Awapi, and so everyone's collaborating very closely and it's generally the, the smaller firms that are low costs very efficient using the technology to 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 basically just drive the volume yeah.
0: Very, very exciting times, I would say, um, and then gives us hope that, you know, the market is going to be accessible to everyone, especially in light of, you know, the cTA agreement coming in. But then let's get personal. Amongst all the IP, let's run them in your other priority. Which one do you say uh, appeals to you more and appeals to you less?
2: Uh, for for, for, for me, like I think, I
1: think trademarks are, are a huge opportunity I a in Africa. View of, uh, you just need to find <laughs> a way I to mean, reduce the cost yeah. of trademarks so in the now, context of you know, trademarks I in Africa. Um, yeah. Fortunately, we've already done yeah. that, really, for patents. And if we can do the same for trademarks, we, it's where it's, both of them could be extremely exciting. Designs, or that I get excited about designs. Applicants generally don't get that excited about the design. Mostly
2: trademarks and patents. Yes. Yes.
0: Well, I I would I wouldn't say I have a favorite right now. I think I may be partial to all of them. But I would say um, I think I would say trademark first, then maybe copyright second. Patent is. I find it a bit technical and complex. You have to <laughs> think really hard, you know, to get the nitty-gritty, else you're gonna lose it. Um, but I think again the other IPs, which are still coming up, the PV uh, and GI as well. So, but yeah, that's that's for me anyway. So um, in wrapping up, what are your final thoughts on IP in Africa? From finance to the laws to the stakeholders to practitioners. What are your my
2: final My My thoughts, using Nigeria, my jurisdiction, as a case study, and also the Federal Ministry of Trade and Investment, the Trademarks and Patents you know, department, I can say that there has been progress, and there will be progress, and there always will be progress. You know, their efficiency, the way they attend to matters, and the way they want to evolve and make the process easier. I, can, I dare say that, yes, uh, it's going to keep getting better and better and more, you know, improvements will be made over time. They are doing a very good job presently and I can assure you that over time it will even get better because they come up with, you know, ideas, they meet regularly to ensure that, you know, matters or issues are with from mass applicants,
1: from I mean, Africa, yes, the continent with the, right. the second highest population. Africa, the continent ways. with the highest China population China? growth. It us. Um, yet, that same continent that, that should I'm be definitely... the most attractive to anyone in Europe, in the US, and anywhere around the world, when it comes to protecting things, is only attracting less than two percent in the highest patented country of your international patents. So so it is a continent that is that, that should be on the map a lot more when it comes to everyone protecting their IP. Increasingly over the next 20 years it's going to be a lot more on the map with its with its comparative growth rates of population. And uh, and and there is such room for growth from less than two percent To a default selection because it is really so easy. Now the the European patent office has been helping a lot with trying to automate African patent offices, and the more that African patent offices all around Africa can automate, we're going to make IP so much more accessible and so much lower in cost than it is even today. Today it's still expensive. And let you find online
0: thank you so much for your insight and sticking with us throughout these last thirty minutes. But then, how do we reach you? So if we have listeners who want to reach out to you either because they want to explore the signing platform or any other i p filing um system out there what um how do we reach out to you on social media or you know just tell us
2: uh for me. At the website and my email website is www.kradanshieldslegal.com and then on linkedin i am Onana on linkedin uh then my email also <laughs> can i provide that <laughs> k dot capital k dot capital o n a n a at kradanshieldslegal.com and then my phone number Nigerian, yes. Well three, for zero, us three, I think the
1: easiest three, would be just the global IP code zero, website because anything then needs to read zero, us zero, from eight. there. So, of so, from so global you, IP code yeah, message, um, so and then and then the from, from there from one, one can him, contact yeah. um S which is a firm that that, that we're at in South Africa.
0: All right.
1: Crown um, uh, Shields with Kemi. And over the next while we're gonna have oh, other partners great. on there also. That's uh, that, that's going to increase the the kind of scope of findings.
0: Looking forward to being a partner so, um uh, But yeah, thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Kimi, so much. This has been very um, insightful. Yeah, I really do appreciate you taking thank out you your time much. to do this with me. Well, but yeah, thank, you, for thank us. you, thank you, thank you, guys, so much. And looking forward to more collaborations and you know doing more. Thank I you, think, thank you.
2: So. Yeah, thank you.
0: All right then. All right, all right, all right. Episode ninety-five is done and dusted. Thank you, happy friends, for listening to this episode. Thank you once again to our guests, Anthony and Kimi, for sharing your insight on the best possible mode for trademarking or presenting your intellectual property under the sagmi ip system now i was having a conversation with for like thank you for this i mean when we had that conversation i was like oh i think i should consider this so for my 100th episode i would be looking out for a co-host now we're going to have conversations on strictly intellectual property you get to be the topic but then in order for you to be considered as my co-host you need to tell me why you're going to be the best co-host ever so send me an email to ipseriesinfo at gmail.com title should be why i should be your co-host or just title it co-host so looking forward to reading your applications and see you in episode 96 guys bye